everybody, and welcome to Your Morning Cup with iBenz Academy. I'm Ashley. And I'm Kara. And today, we are going to talk about how Cash, Kara and Ashley, found our high-frequency tribe. Woo! We did it! We did. (laughs) And we want to share this story with everybody because we feel like it can be a helpful, believable story to mapping and finding your high-frequency tribes in your area, in your life, in your relationships, because it's tribes for a reason, not just one. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a that's a really um, important distinction is that this is one tribe of many tribes. There's not just one. But in particular, we are speaking about our Olympic Peninsula uh, tribe uh, based out of the, or around, I should say, the Shaman Shack here in Washington State in the U.S. It's been quite a journey, too, and... We would not be here today without the iBenz method, without the tools and the body work from Inelia. It's just like, ugh, amazing what what we've done to come this far, honestly, both in yeah. time and space, literally moving and the whole nine yards. <laughs> yeah, the whole orchestration of it has been pretty incredible to see it unfold and then to to just be able to be a part of it I think it wouldn't have happened to your point without Ivan's method and practicing the tools putting them to use and in, in, in action which is what we're here for right now why we're even talking to everybody hello everybody out there <laughs> um, we're talking about the tools in action and I guess I can start first because my story began a little bit earlier than yours um it goes way back. We were laughing before because we we're like, how do we, where do we start? I'm like, well. <laughs> back in 2011. Yeah, back in 2011, there was a Bill Ryan video. video. <laughs> um, but we'll, we're going to kind of po- skim over that bit. And um, I'll start back in 2017. It was the beginning of the year. So it was in January and of 2017. And I was really like motivated. I was, I kind of like have one of those days, like I woke up in the morning and I was like, you know what? I'm done with being asleep. I'm mm-hmm. done with having, being a weekend empowered awake person. And then, you know, spending my weekdays like playing all the the games that were <laughs> <laughs> now looking back, we're probably much more low frequency than at the time I even realized. But anyway, um, so I was, I just had that like knowing in me that it was time to wake up, like all the, all of that sleepy time was over and I did the Ascension 101 course. I got it from AneliaBenz.com. So shout out to that. <laughs> if you haven't tried it, uh, take the course. It's amazing. And, um, it's one that actually I had for years. I had this course and I never did it. Like, yeah. (laughs) That's such a common thing too. Yeah. Like it's such a common thing to like maybe have a course and never finish it for years or, or even like you might listen to it, but not actually do it, you know, do the homework, do the exercises. It's a big difference. Yeah. So when I like dusted it off, you know, my digital file, but I, you know, dusted (laughs) it off. (laughs) Yeah. I dusted it off and then I, I was motivated. I had like, my why was strong. Let's say that. So what was your why? Uh, that I was done being this like sleepy version of myself Mm -hmm. that I knew I wasn't living to my full potential. Mm -hmm. And, um, that was time to like, okay, like fun's over, you know, like playing in like now what I would say, like the light, dark paradigm. 
and it's time to just step fully into my empowered self and mm-hmm. my awake self. So um, I wasn't I wasn't satisfied in in that game, mm-hmm. right? So I did the the Ascension One on One course, and I was very committed and very diligent. And I had some immediate like transformations that I recall, just like awareness and ability to process and even like the emotional body, the ego body, mental body, like so many aspects of the of the course that were um, really significant and became a part of my daily practice. Um, I practiced yoga daily and then that was also now these other tools were a part of it and aligning um, aligning the uh, bodies and, and things like that. So then once I did that, um, I then finally also became a member of Walk With Me Now because I had this, this is like, I felt so good about my life and just what, what was starting to happen on a regular basis. And I was like, I want more of this. And, but I also want to know other people who do this too. Um, so I, a funny thing is I had known about Walk With Me Now for at least a couple of years and I kept thinking it's too much money, you know, it's too expensive. <laughs> and then when I go to join, they had like just raised the prices so it was even more money I was like oh, that's kind of funny but I thought to myself it's like a gym membership mm-hmm. or you know I had put in my budget and this is if it's if it's valuable to me I'll make the the time and money and effort for it so mm-hmm. I did I joined walk with me now and like instantly um I felt like connection to people and I was so excited all the tools resource almost so much that it's like oh my god where do you start mm-hmm. you know um, and it just so happened that Anelia announced probably a few months later that she was going to do a workshop or no, retreat. Me, a retreat. Yeah. Yeah. Because they just opened the shaman shack. Mm-hmm. And so she was offering two retreats. It wasn't even built at that point <laughs> yeah. when they announced this retreat back or two of them back in 2017. Yeah. There's a whole story around it. Um, and I think even some videos you can check out on YouTube, but the shaman shack was literally built the night before like it was finished like finished finished with like appliances being you know implemented and the plumbing and all this like literally the night before everyone arrived there are some amazing (laughs) amazing co-creators of course larry and anelia but also our dear hopi phenomenal helped make all of that possible oh yeah i'm sure a number of other people that we aren't gonna name because i don't know them all but (laughs) yeah yeah, the human collective they definitely made it happen everybody who showed up and helped so yeah then anelia made this announcement and the forum that she was going to do this retreat and it was open to walk with me now members to enroll first and I was just like oh my god I gotta do this <laughs> I have to do the retreat and um just so happened I, I had a lot of property programs running at that time but I had exactly the right amount of money in my savings and that was like all that I had <laughs> <laughs> so you so, literally spent every dime you had I did. on your re- on this retreat. on the retreat yeah wow, and that's I was amazing. like I've got to do this but I I was torn I think I there's like a form you fill out to enroll and I think I filled it out like five times and didn't submit it but then I was like no I'm doing this I'm doing this so I did I finally submitted it and I was like ah it's done you know but I had everything I needed for the travel for the stay um to to attend the retreat so it was all set and then I went to the uh the retreat and even building up to the retreat it was like there's so much energy around Mm -hmm. that and I got to meet so many people and that felt really good because then like walk with me now because I had to be more engaged in kind of the coordination of attending the retreat 
became even more dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't just like, you know, random username. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Goddess. You know, it was like, oh, that's Kara. I know Kara. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, are all the other amazing uh, entourage members we met. Um, so then at the retreat, of course, I met yourself. And I mean, like so many people I love and adore and who are still in my life today um, and really good friends. And um, during the retreat, you know, I had some life decisions to make, too. Um, there were things I went into it, like, what do I do? Like, where do I live? Um, I have a fiancé, and we're not really compatible in some ways. And, you know, just trying to decide, like, what do I want the rest of my life to be? And the funny thing is, a lot of these elements were things I was also working on through the Ascension 101 mm-hmm. course. Mm-hmm. So I returned home from the retreat, and um, my relationship ended, dissolved. Um, I ended up um, then like contacting Larry and, and or Anelia actually and, and let her know that um, I had intentions to move out to the Olympic Peninsula. Reason being, which I didn't mention earlier, but when I came out here, I was just blown away. I was like, oh my God, this is like the place I've been dreaming about. Like, if there was an ideal place for Ashley to live in the world, this is it. Like, the entire area, the water, the trees, the mountains, and both, like, fresh water, salt water. And then um, it was just so quiet. Mm. It was like I arrived to the shaman shack, and it felt like I was yelling in my head at myself. Like, in like my thoughts were so loud. It was like I was screaming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I was so used to being in a city, mm-hmm. right, in a heavily... Um, populated area so having a really high volume thought (laughs) was normal until you go out there and you're like whoa it's quiet it's really loud in here my head (laughs) (laughs) yeah let's turn that dial down a little (laughs) so um so with that uh, I really fell in love with the area and I wanted to come out here but there were some you know bases that I needed to cover like where was I gonna live you know how was I gonna make money and and support myself and so on and so forth and um, through that process, when I contacted Anelia, ultimately, I also let her know that my intention was to do mentoring with her because she also had started doing some um, mentoring and let, let folks know and walk with me now and at the t- retreat that she would take on some students to do one-on-one mentoring with. And I wasn't quite there yet. Like, I didn't have all my bases covered and figured out on how to get out to the Olympic Peninsula without quitting my job. And and then how would I have an income? And, you know, all those things weren't covered. So, um, but I was really firm on the intention. Mm -hmm. And I would say it was probably about a month later. um, Everything changed at work. I got a promotion. And then my income pretty much doubled. Um, I ended up then shortly after that, my job became remote. And then um, I think I got like another promotion. Wow. <laughs> and um, what and what tools were you using at the time that led to that transformation around your work? Do you remember? Like, was it continuing the Ascension 101 course or was it doing mentoring work or or just the focus or I think it was really at that time it was much more the focus because mm. everything in my life was in flux mm-hmm. like I was um you know packing up an apartment and separating in from a long-term relationship and um so there was a lot of like 
just doing like ego exercise, emotional body mm-hmm. processing and, and things like that going on. But I think what the biggest push was my why was really strong and I was like very, very motivated for it. But I really think um, what kind of helped push me through that period was all the work I did before right. in the Ascension 101 course. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like continuing just to process my fears and processing firewalls and things that came up. So, yeah, um, I ended up um, being in a position where I was kind of in flux. It was like everything was up in the air. And when I thought like I was going to have to like leave everything, it was like everything became very mobile in my life and flexible on where I could be, like where I was based and all of these things. But I had a solid income. So it's great. Um, and then I, shortly after that in, I would say it was 2018, the beginning of 2018, I started doing mentoring with Anelia and through the mentoring, I was very specific that I wanted to lay my roots. I had been a gypsy for a long time, live in different places, like year after year, you know, (laughs) finding a new uh, place to live. And, and I really wanted to find a place to settle and lay my roots and, the Shaman Shack and really the Olympic Peninsula itself was like where um, my heart was. But I also wanted to do my due diligence and really explore it. So um, through that, in my in the work that I was doing around it, I did the Gaia um, guided exercise. You can find it on Anelia Ben's YouTube channel. But with that exercise... Um, that helped me to kind of narrow down where I wanted to be and where did Gaia want me to be and what was most compatible for me. So that was amazing. And um, it's an, it's just a, such a powerful exercise. And um, once I had that, then I was able to start looking at, okay, why haven't I settled down yet? You know, why haven't I laid my roots yet? And start doing processing um, of firewalls, looking at the programs, what do I want to keep? What am I going to drop? Looking at my fears, what does it mean to be settled and to like have my roots? Um, and then I also did a lot of like daydreaming. What would it be like? Um, I, and there were some other locations I looked at as well. And um, through the daydreaming, I was able to kind of notice if there were any like negative programs running or maybe, oh, I, you know, I don't believe that's ever going to be possible. And then you can, you know, I could look at it and then respond and have some type of, um, um, let's say choice around it, right? No longer being unconscious to it. So there is all of that. And then um, the actions, like actually taking steps of researching, what was it like in, Washington and the other places I was looking at, like, where would I buy my groceries? (laughs) You know, Um, what are the things that are important to me that I would like to have in a place where I live? And, and then I contacted a realtor and was looking at properties. Um, I came out again and I I visited, I think at least once, but maybe twice. I can't remember. Um, Visited the shaman shack to check out the area again. Um, And then I came out and decided to, um, meet with a, oh, and I did a vision board, excuse mm. me. But then I came out and I decided to meet with a realtor. And um, it's funny because I looked at one property, I really liked it, and then it was like gone. Mm. And now I didn't even look at it in person, that was online because I was in Arizona at the time. 
And so it, it was gone pretty quickly. So I was like, okay, well, I guess it's not mine, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then I found my current house, which I didn't know was my current house. And I contacted them and they're like, yeah, it's been on the market for several months and a few, some, few people have seen it, but no one's made any offers. I said, okay, well, I'm going to be out in a few weeks. And they said, well, call us when you're in town. If it's still available, you can check it out. So I came out and I was just like, oh my God, when I got here and I, um, I had my tribe with me cause Larry and Nelia came and Hopi came. And so it was cool just to have that support and entourage, right? Allies in the process and checked out the house, just absolutely fell in love with the house, but also the location was just amazing. There was a river or there is a river behind the house. It's just a couple houses from the beach. There's just yeah, everything was perfect about it. It all just kind of came together, fully supported around the financing. That was amazing how it worked out. Even certain aspects around the financing that weren't going to work for me ended up getting changed like overnight. Hey, guess what? The policy changed and now you can do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was pretty neat. Um, and then it was like the whole thing. Like once I had like really found alignment to like where I wanted to be, what I was, what my why was, what I was looking for in that, you know, what I wanted to experience and then did all the processing to remove all those blocks and barriers. It's just like came together with so much ease. Um, and it was a lot of work too, though, like not to discount that. <laughs> There's a lot along the way that I did through the processing. It was, I think there, it was probably about four months of, of mentoring and, and I would say very intense like going to work and then being done with work and then focus, you know, just focusing on this manifestation and focusing on my vision board and focusing on my processing and my daydreaming and my research. And I knew it was a very big life decision. So I was, I was all about it. And I was living with a family member at their place. And so it helps. I had a lot of push, (laughs) you know, I wanted my own place. Um, And pull, I wanted to be here. And there's people here who, um, we connected and it was really well aligned. So um, I think that was probably that probably covers most of the work that I did around it. But definitely none of it would have been possible without the IBENS method and those and the tools that are available. Um, one funny thing I'll say, though, is that I didn't realize it until after I moved into this house was I was going through some old like manifestation um, vision boards and I found this picture of a house with this kayak that looked exactly like my house before I painted it after I moved in but it was like it looked exactly like my house at the time when I came out the first time to see it and I totally forgot about it it was this vision board I made in college like well over 10 years ago and then here it is here's the house you know it's incredible it was pretty cool yeah yeah yeah, there's been some amazing exercises on Walk With Me Now that really go into a lot of what you mentioned, like how to do a vision board and what do you look at? What do you consider? Why is it so important to do it physically, like in, you know, like printing out pictures and all these things? And that was just like one component of so many things that you have done along the way. And yeah. What an incredible story. Well, and it's that feeling like when you've kind of, we've cleared your path, right? It's, it feels like you're going with the flow of the river mm. rather than going upstream, mm-hmm. right? Um, so the, it just, everything falls into its place and the orchestration is just 
amazing. The part that isn't amazing is when you have the desire, but you still have your blocks up or you're like aiming in the wrong direction or you're kind of, you you have that feeling like you're going upstream. That's not amazing, but that's like, that's the red flag, mm. right? That's the feedback. Like it's not here. It's not com- coming together. Why? You know, what's the, what's the block? And that's when you can start digging in using these tools to figure it out. So you can change that Mm -hmm. and have an option for something different. What really stood out to me about your story was how it began, where it it felt like you had this just really strong intent of like, I'm done. I'm changing my life. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm, I'm all in, like going high frequency and I'm done, you know, playing the sleepy game Monday through Friday or whatever it was, right? Mm -hmm. And it, yeah, then soon after that, what happens? You do this Ascension 101 course, you join Walk With Me Now, you meet all these people, it joined a retreat that led you to the place where you moved and found your tribe and grew community and all these things. And I don't, it just, it's incredible. Like, Mm -hmm. change your mind, change your life, you know? Mm -hmm. That's one of the things that I always appreciate Nelia sharing. It's like, you can always change your mind about anything. You can always make a different choice. And it's incredible what that different choice can be and how it can affect your life. Right, right. Well, and it's interesting, too, like how these orchestrations come together where literally, like, when I started, when I when it's, when it's I started with a desire, I want to move, right? Um, there, I didn't have the money I didn't have the right job set up I didn't have like anything and at the time I was thinking I'm gonna have to give all of it up I gotta like quit my job I'm just gonna give like probably sell everything keep my car and (laughs) go drive up to Olympic Peninsula and stay at the shaman truck and try and figure it out (laughs) you know and that scenario um it's way less supportive than the alternative, you know, and actually in the, like in talking with Anelia at the time, like it, it, she even said like, well, is that the most supportive thing for you to do? Or does that feel supportive? I can't remember exactly how she said it. I think it was, does that feel supportive? And feeling into it, I was like, no, that's like scary as hell. Like, <laughs> right. Quit my job and all these things that doesn't feel supportive. So then it was like starting to shift my focus on what would be a supportive way for mm. this to happen. And I had no thought that I was going to get these promotions or that my job would change to be remote or like all of these things coming up. I I didn't know that that would happen. Um but like I didn't intend for that to necessarily happen. I just intended for the end result. Mm -hmm. And then it allowed me to at least get out of the way enough and not like control it to the point where the orchestration couldn't unfold in its organic way with the human collective, Mm -hmm. right? Because it wasn't just about me. And who knows too, through all of these choices, it orchestrations that for somebody else that I was a part of through that, right? Mm -hmm. So it wasn't just about me. But that was that was pretty kind of cool, I would say, dynamic. And, and it's just a really cool moment for me when when she asked that question. Does that feel supportive? I was like, oh, actually, <laughs> interesting. <no>. You ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. And that's where I was talking about, you know, when it feels upstream. Right. That's usually a good sign that maybe like there's something off there. So why don't you fine tune it either 
the item that you're looking at, like how you're trying to get to the tribe, or maybe it's the tribe itself or the location, who knows, right? But those are like a good sign. Something's not quite right. Mm -hmm. So it's like fine tune it until you find what feels quite right, feels right. Yeah. Nice. So how about for you? Well, very similar origin story, but also could not have done it without you, my dear. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, back in 2011, when I first watched the Bill Ryan video, no, just kidding. We kind of joke because a lot of people first discovered Inelia, um, her work in this Bill Ryan video, uh, which I actually didn't. I found her blog before I found the video. But to, to that point, it's like so much work began long before the choice to move out here began. And it's a very similar intent of like, I'm ready to wake up. I'm done with this. Like there's something else happening. I couldn't pinpoint at the time what it was. I think it was the split, right? You know, <laughs> casually, <laughs> 2011. Um, but it's like, this isn't, something's missing. I couldn't figure it out. But when I found Inelia Benz's work, I was like, this is the key. So very similar story. I was uh, a member, walk with me now, pretty early on, maybe not like the first year, but maybe like the second year or so. Similarly, poverty programs. I can't afford it. You know, poor college student at the time. Uh, Those firewalls come up in so many ways. And it was so inexpensive at the time, too. It's so funny, especially for the value you get out of being a member. Um, But yeah, 2017 rolled around. At this point, I was living in California and there was a retreat. Uh, It was the second uh, retreat that was being offered at the Shaman Shack one month after the first one in August of 2017. I, d- I scanned it at the time uh, and was like, I think I want to go to the second one because it felt like the Shaman Shack would literally be more built <laughs> by then. And I think it's true. Part of the, the library wing hadn't even been finished at that point. But um, so it resonated to go to the second one, which in hindsight makes perfect sense because it's where I met you and, you know, so many other folks, amazing, um, amazing friends uh, at that particular time. So went to the retreat, very similar response, came to this area and was blown away by the beauty. Like, oh my gosh, the trees, the water. It was like idyllic. This area is just so gorgeous. And I like grew up in the desert. So seeing trees and (laughs) water (laughs) was a big deal. (laughs) We were thirsty. Desert girls coming up here. We were like, oh my yes (laughs) Yes. exactly arizona colorado yeah it was just so nice to like see lush gaia and the environment here feels connected and i think that was a big part of it i didn't realize at the time but it just felt different uh very much resonated at a deep level so my physical body was like oh cool so came here and was like wow it was so amazing to be at the shaman shack and then I remember just daydreaming. It's such a powerful tool, right? The daydream. Like daydreaming. What would it what would it be like to just feel like that every day? Cuz at the retreat, we were hanging out with am- amazing people, talking with Larry and Anelia and just doing cool stuff, you know, like high frequency expanded awareness stuff. It was Eating like, great food. Exactly. <laughs> Chatting, going out for walks in the forest with the dogs and people. It was like, I was like, wow, this could be life. 
Like, <laughs> it gave me that first taste of this is what it could be like. And just to juxtapose that or compare it to, like, the rat race of California of two hours stuck in traffic and the pollution and the noise and the expensive lifestyle that I didn't even like and all these things. So it was such a contrast, the psychic noise like you described, and then that beautiful, serene, clean and clear environment and energy and all that. So that was the the first big moment of like, whoa, life could be really different. And it could be different with other people, right? So as you were going through your journey, because we connected during the retreat, mm-hmm. we stay connected and was, you know, checking in and chatting, processing our <laughs> firewalls together, but also um, just exploring that together too. I think we right. had come to the Shaman Shack um, together one more time before we had moved. I remember uh-huh. you were pointing out the house. and Yeah, we were on our mentoring mm-hmm. visits, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So coming back together in mm-hmm. like a different environment too, yep. I think was really, it was really cool and powerful. And, and also just seeing your journey unfold gave me a lot of inspiration. Mm-hmm. I think it's that, like that mapping or, you know, when you see, see it done by someone else, it's like, oh, it's possible. Okay. I can do this too. That's what it felt like mm-hmm. to me. And, um, fast forward a couple of years, I think maybe two years. Maybe a year and a half. I can't remember. But I was getting serious. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm done with California. I'm getting out. And this was like end of 2018, I think. Okay, so maybe just a year, but still. <laughs> um, and I went like, gosh, how am I going to do that? So I think by then you had already moved out here for like six months or something. And I was seriously looking at like, wow, okay, I really want to make it happen. How am I going to do that? My blocks at the time were the job. I worked for a company that did not have a culture of remote, um, very much headquarter based in the San Francisco area. I had two spouses, so a lot of other co-creators involved who did not seem to want to move. Um, and just the feasibility of it, like, how do I move my life again? You know, we'd moved from Colorado to California and moving somewhere else we'd never planned. That wasn't in the you know, agenda, so to speak. Um, But I, again, really looked at, like, what do I want? You know, like, what do I want to experience? And high-frequency community Mm. was the pull. And seeing you here and seeing you do it and, like, do it for real. Like, bought a house, transformed your career situation, um, Hopi and... Inelia and Larry were out here too so it's like they're people it's so much easier to move somewhere you've never been to or I should say like lived when you know other people are there yeah and then um I think you had reached out to me and said like uh well Kara you can stay with me if you want and I was like what (laughs) (laughs) like it didn't even cross my mind that was a possibility yeah and not only that but to bring my family with me yeah I was like you'd be willing to have me and my family stay with you what it just did <laughs> not compute yeah so I know a lot of light workers have trouble receiving <laughs> so it was just such a shock of like it wasn't even in my awareness that that could be 
possible. I was just like, dude, what are you doing? Come on. I've been here six months. You're not here yet. What's going on? <laughs> right? right? And like, Let's go. Come on, Gary. Yeah. Let's go. I know you want it. <laughs> and I think that's the energy of like, you're not alone. Yeah. You don't need to figure it out alone. Right. Just like how the tribe was helping you look at the house and see if it's a good deal and oh my gosh yeah first house i've ever looked at and first house i ever bought <laughs> i bought it yeah exactly but if they hadn't been here i don't think i would have been nearly as confident and when you have other high frequency people yep. supporting you and going oh yeah yeah or oh no no it's like <laughs> you listen differently yep. especially when we know they're awake and, and aware so yeah. Um, so that was a big component, not doing it alone. Yeah. And Walk With Me Now is such an integral part of that, but also the relationships that formed out of Walk With Me Now. It's like, I owe so much to that community. Mm-hmm. I mean, my entire life has changed thanks to Anelia Benz, her work, the co-creations of Walk With Me Now all the hard work Ilios put in and, and Daniela and co-creating that space of all the members. Like, it, it's incredible. And it's funny, at the time, no one knew who I was on Walk With Me Now because I was so lone wolf. Like, I never posted. I would only read what Inelia posted. I, like, didn't care what anyone else said. <laughs> I was so, like, I was so bad. Um, but after the retreat, that totally changed because then I went, oh, wow, there's, like, a lot of value to all these amazing people. Interesting. These people are amazing. (laughs) Interesting things to say. Exactly. It wasn't all about Inelia and what she had to say. It's, like, there was equal value of the co-creations that came from other members, and that was such a big change. So so. were there any tools you were doing during that time, too, in preparation for all this? Absolutely. So throughout this process... um, there, there were two or three that really stuck out. So similarly, I redid Ascension 101 as well. But what was really important for that time was the goals exercise in that, in that course. And I really narrowed in and focused on my goals. And I was like, okay, in the short term, I want this. And in the midterm, I want to be here. And in the long term, I want this. And I really got serious about it. And just like in the the course, you know, it's like, write it out, look at it every day. I did that, put the sticky notes on my desk and <laughs> was very serious about it. Um, and that was different because before I had just like casually done the class, you know, but this time it was fully in. So that was a big one. It, it almost like put the goalpost in a visible way for me to see. Uh, but after I'd made my choice and the journey was unfolding, there were a couple of things I did. Um... I listened to the class, Journey into Manifestation, really important, excellent course on manifestation. And it has some companion courses, too, that I also did. But that one, I think, is the main one because it helped me figure out how to think about it from a manifestation standpoint, like that empowered point of view of this is my choice, my life. How am I going to shape reality to have this experience, right? And so the biggest uh, linchpin in my story was my job. So similar to you, uh, my career did not have context or a, a culture of working outside of 
Mountain View, California. So there was a lot I was doing at the time. The most important exercise I did, in my opinion at this point, was I think what we casually call the box exercise. <laughs> yeah. We'll post the link uh, on our show notes, but it's a, a good one. It's a YouTube video where you know, yes, um, how do you do this exercise? It's an observation exercise where you put all the sticky stuff, uh, all the sticky low frequency program firewall crap. You get physical items that represent those programs. You put them in a box and you observe it and you allow it to express and you release it. And it, it's a fabulous exercise. So I did this for all of the stuff around my work. And on the other side of it, I was also being proactive because it looked like my job wasn't going to allow me to move and keep my 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 job. And I, I asked, you know, I asked my boss, is this possible? He's like, no. I'm like, <laughs> OK. <laughs> so I looked for another job, got an offer and I will never forget it. I did this box exercise like I think it was Sunday night and I had this interview on Monday and I did the box exercise, cleared those lines, did the interview, boom, got an offer. Incredible. And I put in my two weeks notice. I was like, okay, I'm leaving. Bye. And then it's funny because uh, the the job I was getting was for like two thirds pay. You know, it was a like a step back in a lot of ways, but I didn't care. It's like, I'll remote, right? Exactly. I'll yeah. take the pay cut. I don't care. I can work from anywhere. That's what I want. I just want to be able to work from the peninsula. And so I put in my two weeks notice. And that day, um, it's the final day of uh, when I need to sign my offer. I was actually sitting on it for a few days. My boss's boss comes to me and says, Kara, what can I do to keep you here? It's like, oh, well let me work remote. That's all I want. She's like, okay, done. And not only that, with that day, um, they had figured out a process so that I could work from Washington as a full-time employee. In other words, not as a consultant, not as a, you know, they opened an entity there. So I would have all the taxes, all the stuff as a full-time employee, all the benefits, whole nine yards. It's like, whoa. Because it, that day, my uh, my boss's boss said, it just so happens there's another person who is going to go work remotely in Washington. So we're going <laughs> to open up a branch there so you both can work remotely. Yeah. And it's like, what? <laughs> this company has a culture of never allowing anyone to work remotely. And it just so happens the day I'm about to you know, leave and, you know, call it quits, literally, that another person is literally moving to the same area and all the paperwork is worked out and it's fine. Like, what? (laughs) That, my friends, is the human collective at work. (laughs) That is how you can feel and see the the support, the co-creation, because it was easy. It was like you said, going with the flow and the flow was flowing, did not fill upstream. So once that was done, like, that was it, you know, and, um, that unlocked the major block behind moving here. Mm. And the box exercise was so instrumental to that. And there was, of course, fear processing and, um, and that as well along the way. But 
it's such a powerful tool. I can't recommend it enough. Like if you're feeling stuck on anything, it's it's so powerful. Um, a way to clear your, your energy around whatever it is. Um, and that can open up new opportunities and possibilities to happen. So that was a big aspect. But like I said, the, the other component to it all is having community, you know, like knowing you were here and Larry and Nelia and Hopi and like I wasn't alone, right? Mm-hmm. I could ask you for help, ask them for help, having a place to land, you know, and just figure it out. And it was hard to like ask for help. Right. <laughs> it was tough. Right. I'm not used to that. And there's a lot of programs around it and receiving as well um, was tough. Um, it shouldn't be, but it was. And, you know, I had to get agreement as well from uh, my family um, as as well. Um, so, yeah, that worked out too. Yeah. And it really just comes down to, like, that intention. And my intention was strong enough to work through all the other things. Because I, I had that taste of what it felt like to be in a supportive, awake environment, like literally the environment of Gaia, but also the the people having amazing food and doing amazing conversations and cool things um, every day. And honestly, like, that's what our life is now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, we're not on a retreat every day. We still work and do all these things, but it's so full and abundant of amazing conversations and people and enjoying this environment and great food and coffee and tea and (laughs) all the things doing cool things yeah 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 it's it's incredible it's amazing looking back like where we are now to where we were Mm -hmm. before and you know I think for both of us if we were to like sit in our shoes back then and look at where we are now probably been like what that's impossible (laughs) (laughs) who knows right um where there there is a level of like allowing that to unfold right and allowing it to be possible and knowing that that it can become a reality Mm -hmm. right so hopefully I guess for me anybody listening and if you've been in search of your tribe or you want to have a new experience with your tribe or a new location or things like that. It doesn't mean that you necessarily have to drop where you are now. It doesn't mean necessarily you have to like change tribes, but it all, it's all about how you're like showing up to the tribe. Mm -hmm. Like what is the, and the location and is it the right location for you? Is it most compatible for you? Looking at those things and then also looking at what programs you have running because everything, everything 100% is your creation Mm -hmm. right so if it's you know oh I would have the great tribe but my husband blah 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 or I would have a great tribe but my job blah 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 you know any of the blaming or like putting that ownership on something else to being a reason why not is giving your power away and now you've given up any of your options Mm -hmm. right because it's it's on somebody else or something else and no longer yours so ooh, yeah I remembered another <laughs> really important tool ooh, at the time yeah let's hear it so a big part of my story to finding my tribes was um, my spouses and they 
I, I it was that I was giving my power away like oh my gosh you're never gonna agree that kind of thing mm. so I did the control and manipulation class Ooh. it's such a good class because it talks about this very topic like how do your relationships create limitations or support your limitations either consciously or unconsciously and how do you limit yourself as a way and how do you control and manipulate as a way and this it goes also into like how this isn't necessarily a bad thing, right? Mm -hmm. But it it opens up the dynamic of these things of how are you allowing your job to control you or how are you controlling others with your job or whatever. And that was such a key part because from that class, I looked at, I was allowing my relationships to prevent me from moving. I was allowing my job to prevent me from moving. And so doing the exercises in that class was so important and even just becoming aware of that, like, Oh, I'm not a victim. Oh, I'm just using this person as an excuse. Huh. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> okay. Got to change uh, my attitude then, you know, or talk to them about it. Um, so that was also a really important uh, class that I strongly recommend uh, if any of this resonates at all. <laughs> <laughs> Very good point. Yeah. But to what you were saying before, like, it's all about, it's all about connection right? And we have our creation, but we also aren't doing it in isolation, right? Like your move out here, my move out here. It wasn't just us working in isolation to make it happen. No way. We had so much help, Mm -hmm. so many tools and resources. And I hope that those listening take comfort in this because it's like you don't need to have it all figured out. And and reaching out, expanding, and connecting with others will make it easier and also make you more powerful and, and your community more powerful too because the stronger we connect, especially in high-frequency ways, the more capable we become. And it's such a different perspective of not only finding a high-frequency tribe versus like how am I going to contribute to this tribe? Mm-hmm. You know, how can my superpowers or skills or personality or whatever, what can I bring to this tribe as well? And I know that was a big thing that I was looking at too. Like, mm-hmm. what value can I bring, you know? Right, right. Yeah, if I showed up at the Shaman Shack doorstep without a job and you know, <laughs> all like my worldly possessions gone, I wouldn't really be contributing much, right? And so it, it's such a good point of having that awareness around it um, and thinking just beyond like the immediacy of like, I want a new place to live or I want a new community or tribe or whatever. It's like being willing to look at well, I'm here right now. Why don't I have X, Y, Z? Right? Because whatever the answer is, is why you are creating what you're creating now. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I laugh because Karen and I have been talking about this around our other manifestations. <laughs> we'll get into on another call, but we'll just say it's about husbands. <laughs> why, why not don't we now? Have them now? <laughs> That's for another another, another episode, another podcast. <laughs> yeah, I did say call. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and it's, it's so incredible. I mean, everyone's story is going to be different. Everyone's situation is different. We're not saying 
everyone has to move to the Olympic Peninsula to find a high-frequency tribe. Like, that's not the point of this story. The story is that once you become consciously aware of not only what is it that you truly want to experience, but how are you going to co-create that? And there's so many tools from Inelia Benz that shows exactly how to do that. Mm -hmm. And... Just doing some of them, not even all of them. I was going to say, I know, we didn't even talk about your limitations and how they're serving you. And, you know, but there are, to your point, it's like there are so many, but just even just doing a few of them will make a world of difference. Just a few. I think there's a disclaimer in Ascension 101 that says, like, this will change your life or something. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. The goals and having it all over the place, I totally had the same thing. And that's what I was like. It was boom, boom, boom coming together. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the thing is, you know, if you do the work, your life will change. Yes. And something, you know, to be aware of, literally, yeah. like, aware of, um, knowing consciously that that can happen and will right. happen if you allow it to. So, um, but that's kind of the fun part, too, is... You know, seeing what changes you'll bring to your life by doing this work. And it can be incredibly positive. And how the people and everything around you can change. Even the things that you feel like in your story, like your work, this immovable thing, it can't change, you know. But that's actually not at all the reality. It could change for you, right? Not even just for you, but it just, it can change. It's possible because you're the common denominator. Exactly. It was literally impossible one day. And then reality the next. Yes. And it was a year and a half, I think, before the whole coronavirus thing. Yeah. So then, long story short, the whole company's remote now. But it was this impossible thing then. And that's the thing is hindsight is always, you know, 2020 vision. It's obvious in hindsight. But like you were saying before, Ash, of at the time when you're going through your firewalls and your stuff and it feels like you're going upstream, you don't have it all figured out yet, but, you know, if you keep at it, keep doing the work, keep your frequency high, you know, yeah. the flow will change or you will change with the flow. And now it's like, oh, yeah, here we are. Of course. This is life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is, wait, it's not like this. <laughs> what? I wouldn't even know. This is how it is now. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, that was fun sharing those stories. And I think one thing we can look at is what's coming up next. Yeah. yeah more information, more resources coming up by Anelia. Yeah. And we've talked about how we've joined this high frequency tribe in the Olympic Peninsula and also our tribe on Walk With Me Now. Uh, but if you're interested in joining another high frequency tribe, you have an upcoming oppor- opportunity to do so. Because we're announcing that we're re-releasing the Emergency Lecture Series. Special edition. The community special edition. (laughs) Which is super exciting. So it's been a year and a half since we first launched this course. And it was all about the coronavirus. Uh, We rushed the launch because the lockdown was happening. And we wanted to get the information out ASAP. uh, Because as we know, it's been a wild ride But since then, it's been a year and a half, and we wanted to give an update about where things at. So, Inelia has a sixth lecture, and 
It's all about the jazz. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So the special edition of the Emergency Lecture Series has a new lecture in it, and there's five sections in that. Um, lecture six, it's all about the jab, talking about basically what's happening today regarding this very hot topic. Really essential information in that. Well, and the Emergency Lecture Series itself is um, it's pretty amazing because it's like it really is like a toolkit for the split Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know here we are in the split I mean we maybe have been a part of other splits in the past but I don't remember the details like that I could draw upon at this moment to tell you how to move through that but the emergency lecture series feels like it's amazing toolkit that you can utilize and you know do different aspects or use different parts of it when it's appropriate do the whole thing all at once take out pieces when you need it right like there's just so many bits and tools that you can mix and match and put it all together it's just so helpful because it's practical um, and of course, we have the mystical tools oh, with yes. it too. <laughs> we love learning mystical tools from Analia. Yes. But to your point, Ash, it's, there's so much practical information in the lecture series, especially when it comes to dealing with people, whether it's your family or colleagues who are on the other side of the split. And how do you navigate that, right? And how do you communicate? How do you create new structures? So, Analia goes into great detail about a lot of these topics throughout the series and the biggest difference about this experience is that you're not doing it alone yes we're doing it together as a tribe yes and i mean for any of you who have at least been listening to what we've been talking about as iben's academy and how we operate and like and what we do it's all about community it's all about doing this work with your tribe and being connected with others who are also engaged and and committed to doing the work. Um, So this community special edition of the Emergency Lecture Series is going to be offered where you'll be able to do it with your tribe. We'll have opportunities to have live calls with Anelia, have Q&A with her. So we want to make sure that we get that chance to ask questions or really understand the the material and the resources in depth. And... We found, especially through the Instant Manifestation Workshop at the Academy, that learning with others is so much more effective, not only in the sense that you have accountability uh, or just even interest and it's more fun, but the actual learning process is just more effective because our strength is your strength and your strength is our strength. And when we're doing it together, we're able to uncover more or see a different perspective that maybe we wouldn't have seen studying it on our own and we learn from each other and we Mm -hmm. also have each other's back as Mm -hmm. well and the more we co-create this experience the more we gain from it as well because with all of the superpowers of all the people joining uh, this community it's incredible the high frequency tribe that we're going to create from this experience together. It reminds me of just both the the stories that you and I just shared today around none of this would have been possible if we hadn't participated, right? If we hadn't come to the retreat, if we hadn't engaged in Walk With Me Now, um, of course the work that we did on our own was really important, but we as individuals couldn't have made it all happen. It was the orchestration, it was having the allies, it was... um, being able to work together that made it possible. So 
it's not just about completing this course with other people who are doing the course. It's also about the tribe. Mm -hmm. It's also about the connection. It's also about engaging with other people doing this work. Because to me, who would I would I would rather co-create with people doing this work than any others. <laughs> Absolutely. And there's just so much value in this in this class. I mean, there's over wait, there's 30 videos. Anilia goes into so much depth mystically, practically about what to do dealing with the split. Uh, everything to do with like communication to how do you set up your house, you know, to just function effectively. I mean, we're talking about daily life stuff, right? But lecture six is also all going into all the details about what to do about the jab and if your family members have gotten jabbed and you haven't or vice versa and all of these things. So it's really important material that we want to get out there. But more importantly, we want our tribe to be effective high frequency leaders and by co-creating and stepping up and engaging and being proactive in this experience we become more powerful as a result because your strengths are strength and our strengths are strength and we're super excited to also have some other additional perks in the special edition like transcripts um, a more enriching experience with the community, being able to talk more directly with one another. And because it's a community-based experience, there are some timelines to be aware of. So with the community special edition, registration will begin today and then it will close on December 20th. Um, we are going to have live calls uh, three live calls. So Wednesday, December 22nd, the December 29th, and then the last call will be January 5th. Those will be at 12 o'clock Pacific time, or as some of us say, Shaman Shack time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and we recognize with people all around the world, maybe that time doesn't work out, but you'll still be able to submit questions to Inelia and we'll record those videos so that you can access them even if you can't show up to the live call. But the thing is, is that this is a one-time deal. Like we're trying really hard to get this, um, this info out now because there's a split going on, it's the holidays, and it's all about the jab. So December 22nd, 29th, and January 5th, it's a crucial time right now for us in the high frequency human collective there's a lot happening on the planet so if you have any potential blocks or firewalls coming up of oh i don't know it's the holidays or you know it's a busy time of year it's even more important now to connect with high frequency individuals stay high frequency guard your frequency and join your tribe especially during this time so if you've already purchased the full emergency lecture series, um, look out for an email coming from us from iBenz Academy. We'll give you details on how you can still participate with um, both the additional lecture, the special edition lecture six, as well as the live community option. We're super excited to have this info, but also to co-create it with you. So stay tuned. Make sure you're signed up 
uh, on our newsletter, ibensacademy.com, for more details to come. And also join us on Telegram. That's where you also hear a lot of up-to-date info from us. Yeah. So thank you for joining us today. It's nice to be able to share our journey with you. Um, If there's things that you guys are curious about that you have questions on or topics you'd like us to explore, you know, share with us on our Telegram. Let us know your thoughts. Um, We'd love to hear from you. And we'll see you on the first live call with Anelia on Wednesday, December 22nd. All right. Don't forget to register. See you there. Bye.